Welcome back. This is episode 203 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yo! And stat guy, Rye. What up? Ryan, your your Eagles took took it in the face today by the Browns, bro. What up? Took it in Dude. the face. Good save. Not only that, well, I, I guess technically they're still in first place, but I mean, what a terrible, terrible team they are right now. I mean, Carson Wentz is just, uh, he's just a bum. There's no other word. He really is. But I, the, I've been saying what, that though, forever. You but you can't really say that, though, because the who's he even throwing to? Can you even name? I mean, they they drafted a few young wide receivers. They have their, their best catching tight end is out they have you know no one really for him to throw to their offensive line is terrible this year so it's it's a lot of different pieces but i mean that whole division is just absolute well, garbage it seems like everybody that they uh they have on that team is like a, a all pro when they play the giants uh boston yeah. scott uh that kid regan uh what's his uh who's the other guy that they got out ward you guys like yeah, to any- just alienate me to start the show. Yeah, right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, well, I didn't really watch a lot of football today. So, Yeah, I, I watched just, the Eagles were on TV too, so I unfortunately got to watch that terrible game. Yeah, we'll get a, we'll get into this later on in the show. We're going to do a fun little segment, but I'm kind of into the Giants now. I wasn't into them for a while. Uh, now that they're good. You know what we call that, right? It's called a Fairweather fan. They're three and seven. I okay, exactly but that call them ag- good. when you compare it to the environment of the of the division, they're pretty good, right? So you're right, a so, fair weather fan. No, I'm not. I don't know. Your mother's fair weather fan. Mm, That's my mother wrong. or Ryan's mother. No, no your Chris mother. Just mine. Yes. Just your. Yeah. All right. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, Chris and I were on the uh, Even Odds podcast yesterday. You can check that out. Uh, I tweeted it. I'm sure Chris tweeted it. It's probably on their Twitter at even we all podcast. Uh, check them out. Uh, Chris and I had a lot of fun doing the show yesterday where we battled in some Yankee trivia. Uh, the guys uh, did an excellent job hosting the show. We're actually going to work on having them on after the holidays where they're going to kind of take over the NYYST podcast and the three of us are going to okay. go to war. And they're the uh, trivia. They're right, the, we're going uh, to cross streams. Okay. We're going to cross streams. <laughs> okay. They're the only uh, sports podcast out of Oregon, I think. Both both of those guys, you know, they were going on. They it was really seven thirty when they started recording with us. Well, I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, said Portland, it, Oregon. Because they did mention that they were in Oregon, but I didn't put one and one together. Is it Oregon now. or Oregon? Uh, it's like tomato, tomato. Either or, yeah, tomato, tomato. It's like it's like either or, Oregon. Uh, either or, Oregon. I don't think many people care. Really? No, but you should definitely care about checking out their. No, podcast. you definitely should. They really good guys. They do a really good job, and I had fun. I almost beat you. I let you hang around. Oh, thanks for okay. thanks for spoiling it. I said Spoiler. no spoilers. No, it's good though. I wasn't. It, it's good regardless because yet. because you could challenge yourself. You think you know a lot of Yankees. Some of the stuff. It wasn't just straight up trivia questions. It was like uh, 
just as an example for you guys to go check out, uh, the first question you had to keep going to make a list of guys who made uh, the all-star like team since like thing. 2000 or something. So it wasn't easy. You started running out of names and you really had to like, like so I, what is it? Right. I said this on the show like one and then one. Yeah. I said this on the show. I would have murdered you in this. It wouldn't have been fair, but all right, then we definitely have to go on the two. He said, us. he said, I can challenge you on the show. Actually. Okay. I mean, you guys yeah, can well, definitely go on, go on one on one. And then the winner can battle me on the, on right. Like podcast. a championship. Right. Yeah. I like oh. that. Actually. That's a good right, idea. Yes. So then, yeah. So then I'll face Christian on our podcast. <laughs> And listen, if you're listening to this right now, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe to the show. You can head to YouTube if you'd rather watch a podcast. I don't know why the hell you'd want to stare at the three of us except for Ryan and his hair because he looks cute. I look so cute. Um, and also your graphics are looking good, dude. You're thanks, doing a bro. good job. Thanks, Shout out bro. to Chris Jr. with those graphics. Dude. Thanks, it's, bro. It's a high quality. I love a good production quality. And I'm you trying. actually were getting... You got a few comments on it, too. I did. And it wasn't me and my burner accounts. It was actual mm. people. Yeah, but more importantly, please, whatever the hell you're doing, stop. If you've been listening to us for a while and you enjoy the show and you listen on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review. Right. Right, right, right. Yep. So, what are we going to talk about? Is there anything to even talk about? Hmm. This is like well, the point in the season where we're like, well, maybe the Yankees will sign DJ. I mean, this is now we're at the point, yeah, where we're just going to beat a dead horse until yeah. there's like literally not enough to scrape off the pavement. Right. Uh, I, you know, it's really what you want to get down to is if you believe DJ LeMayu is going to be a Yankee or not. And, uh, you know, I guess a lot of fans every day that passes are getting more and more worried that he's not going to be there. But all you keep hearing is that the Yankees are putting all their efforts this offseason. Their number one priority is re-signing, re-R-E-S-I-G-N, re-sign DJ LeMayu. Uh, and I tweeted this earlier, and it's kind of the fans' fault that – DJ doesn't have a new contract because half of you want him to resign and half of you want him to resign. Resign. So it's, it's very confusing. Is that your biggest pet peeve, Christian? For, I feel it definitely is. Dramatically, yes. I don't know why that's pissing me off so much. Like, I let they are there, you know, all that bullshit. No, those bother me. What about lo- lose and loose? That's a big that one. That bothers I me, noticed. too. That one loose. doesn't bother me. Loose. We, we used to work with a lady named Loose. Don't for, don't forget though with this whole Lemayhu thing. I know it's a different offseason because of the pandemic or whatever. But most players, I feel, don't sign until December anyway. I don't think Cole signed until mm-hmm. December eleventh. I think Cole last was year, the so. winter it's meeting. Still, so it's still yeah, really so. early in the offseason. Early, 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 it's still, early. It's not early, even Thanksgiving early, yet. Early. And and from everything we're hearing, it seems like it's more of a more of a when and not an if. Like, it seems like they're going to get Pointing this done. Way. I don't think the Yankees are going to insult DJ LeMayu with a contract offer. And I think that's the only way that DJ would kind of start looking in other directions if he got insulted. Like, if the Yankees put, like, I don't know, what would you consider insulting to DJ? You figure he turned down the qualifying offer, which was just and he about said, $19 million a year. And he set his own benchmark, too. I mean, those reports coming out that he's looking for five one hundred. So, he, I would I'd him, say I, I, I would say 
a heartbeat. In a minute. The, the years are there, but this would be a slap in the face to me. It would be like a three-year, $60 million contract. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, that wouldn't happen. No, because that's where the Yankees would put that out and say, hey, you're making $20 million a year. You only made 12 a year. This is a big increase. I'm but gonna, I feel like that would be your slap in the face because it would only be for three years. I think DJ. Year. I think because of DJ's age, you know he probably I mean? wants to get paid past his 35th birthday, which kind of makes sense of his... I'm going to stick with my, with my original prediction and say uh, four for 90. I think that's where I think that's where they'll settle. Well, we didn't talk. This didn't happen. Uh, no, but we last, we no, were no, talking this, about it. No, this didn't happen uh, last week. This happened during the week. Is that Robinson Cano? Don't mm, you know? Yes, <laughs> he got popped with another PED suspension, so he's out for all of 2021. So uh, naturally, uh, this is, could be a big pain in the ass uh, for the Yankees because now. Uh, Uncle Stevie has an extra twenty million dollars and a second baseman that he need a second base position that he needs to fill. So a lot of Yankee fans are, and I guess it's rightfully so. Ryan's been on the LeMayu to the Mets train since day one. So he really has. Uh, yeah, but personally, I I just don't I I honestly don't see it. For LeMayu to go to the Mets, it would be Cohen doing a bitch ass spite move to steal LeMayu from the Yankees. That's that's what it would be because if you listen to him and he says, I'm not going to spend like a drunken sailor. We're here to build a competitive championship team or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, I understand. You know, DJ LeMayu has been the Yankees' best player for the last two years. He's been uh, he's finished fourth and third respectively in the MVP voting the last two years. I mean, who wouldn't want the guy? But if you're looking to build the Mets – Mm-hmm. They need a center fielder a lot more than they need a second baseman. They need a catcher a lot more than they need a second baseman. And they need somebody to slot behind Jacob DeGrom a lot more than they need a second baseman. So if you're going to look at things realistically, by the time I guess that the Mets would get through one, two, and three, you would think the Yankees would have DJ LeMay locked up already. I don't buy that he's going to Toronto because, again, I don't, you can't, I don't think that DJ really wants to be bothered with the uncertainty of the Blue Jays. Not that I don't think the Blue Jays will be good this year. I think they'll be really good, especially now that a lot of their young hitters have another year under their belts. Uh, I just don't, I don't know where their pitching's coming from, but. Plus, you know what else you have to think of too with Toronto? It's like, if you're, if you're a guy who's making the decision to pick up his life and move somewhere, yes, it's like, this is well, what where, I, am I, where am I exactly, going to play? This is just what I was going to get to with the uncertainty of it. You can't move to Canada right now, right? You can't be yeah. an American citizen and move. I mean, I guess you could move, but you're going to uproot your family to Canada and during a pandemic. And meanwhile, it's bad enough are when you, there's not a pandemic. Are you even going to be able to play in Canada? Because uh, aren't the Raptors playing yeah. in in Florida? The, the Florida, Toronto Raptors yeah. are playing I'm not in Florida, sure where, right? But in Florida, yes, Florida. Can I ask you a set of rhetorical questions based off of something you said before? The first one being, do you think DJ's sitting there like him and his agent, and and they're and they're like, okay. I want to start this process by getting an offer from the Yankees first. Like that's, do you think they sit there and he said, you know, I'm a loyal guy. This is who I want to play for. I'm going to give them the opportunity by X date 
to give me something before I hear anything else. That's a, you know what a rhetorical question is, right? Yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you didn't. I'm so glad you didn't say anything either, Christian. That's why I stayed silent. Why is that, that not is a rhetorical? So why would you actually know that answer? Because a rhetorical no, question is a question oh, okay. that doesn't get an answer. It's rhetorical. Like it's like it has its answer already. Yeah, it, the answer is framed in the question. That's why you don't answer. Really? I thought it's, it's to like get if so, like if, a if point. Someone, if someone if someone offered you a million dollars, would you take it? Would I? Yeah, that's not a rhetorical question. You, you didn't answer you know it. The answer. It's a given answer. So what? Am, so what is mine? A hypothetical? I don't know. What I'm yeah, saying because be because Christian can't give me a real answer because That's he doesn't. Be the title of the episode. I'm telling you right now. I guarantee you, I'm right. It's a rhetorical <laughs> question. I'm trying to ask it just to start a conversation about something. Do you want to know what the? I'm not. Expe- That's I'm a not conversation ex- starter. I'm not expecting Christian to actually know the answer. It's a a technique the author or speaker uses to convey to the listener or reader a meaning with the goal of persuading them towards a considering topic from a perspective using language designed to encourage or provoke an emotional display. So, yes, a rhetorical question, it's phrased so the answer is already in there. Yeah, to strengthen your whatever you're saying or something. Okay. What you asked is not a Do you really think DJ is sitting there waiting on his hands? For the Yankees to call him right now, and that he wouldn't accept an offer if Steve Cohen called in and was like, "Hey, but I'll give you, I'll give you, one twenty for five years." I mean, do do we really think that that is something that like he's not in it for the money at some point? What's the point? How much money? Are we My point is like how. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not nervous. I do believe the Yankees will get it done, but my. My point is, how long do they think they're going to wait here? Right? Like, how long until someone does call DJ and blows him out of the water and then they don't even have a chance? Who's stopping that from happening? It's good. I like that you use the Mets as that example because this is a good, this is a great offseason to see what the new ownership of the Mets will be because, like we said the last episode, the three of us were all together. Um, this it seemed like this organization was was making moves uh, with with in mind where the Yankees were their rival. But like Christian said in the you know Cohen had the press conference and in that conference he said he's not considering the Yankees to be that team that he has to worry about. So if that's the case, then maybe he doesn't shell out that money for DJ in spite of the Yankees. But like you just said, what if he just throws the money at him anyway? Where we we've, we've seen the history of Steve Cohen is that he throws money at you know 140 million dollar paintings, like we said uh, last episode. It just is he going to throw money at DJ Lemayhu because of he because of the player he is, or because he w- was on the Yankees for the last so I, two years? See, I think both are one in the same at this point. Yeah, yeah I I know I agree. I just don't I know. You know, now you're hearing reports that. You know, the Steinbrenners, Hal, was one of the biggest advocates for Steve Cohen getting the team. You know, is this now like Steve's like, oh, I got the team, so now I'm going to I'm gonna take your best player. Like, thanks for the support, bud. Now, now he owes him something. His, wow. Now, mm. now I'm going to sign your second baseman away. Maybe Hal felt uh, threatened, and he and he helped him get the, the team, thinking that Steve would. Uh, I don't know. What was he feel threatened about? I don't know, dude. Who's, Maybe he's who's using wealthier? It for motivation. Who's wealthier right he now? 
that drive. That everybody's push. everybody's. Poor. Oh, Cohen. Cohen is the wealthiest owner in all of baseball. No, and you know what? Somebody brought this up. That it's a very interesting point here. Uh, is that Steve Cohen didn't suffer uh, the COVID losses that the other owners did? It's true. It's true. He's not. He's not operating off of uh, what happened last year. He's, he's coming in fresh. No, but but let's like call it for what it is. He's also he's also purchasing one of the most obnoxiously awful organizations ran in the last how many years. So he's already a step behind, like yeah, to well, to at least get to where everyone else is anyway. And that's the idea behind them just not throwing money around is that they have a lot of other things that they need to do and spend money on than just going out there and buying a bunch of free agents because it's not going to really fix anything for them. Yeah, but DJ, dude, <laughs> I mean, we're not just talking about any any player here. We're talking about a guy who who's freaking been the best hitter in baseball for the last couple of years. I mean, consistent consistently. So, so we'll just when he goes to the Mets, you know, we'll we'll write him. We'll take out a uh, a full page out in the New York Daily News, and we'll you know we'll say goodbye and uh, wish him luck in Queens because that's what everybody thinks is going to happen. So we'll just we'll just go with it. All right, I'm down. See ya. Sure, we can we can watch him during the Subway I Series. Just, I just don't see it happening. I just. I don't see it happening, to be honest with you. I think the Yankees, I think it's going to come down to like it was with Garrett Cole. I, there was really nobody that was going to stop the Yankees from getting Garrett Cole last year. Just like, yeah, I don't but think- that, was, that was because they blew Cole out of the water. Do you see them really blowing DJ LeMayu out and of I the water? Think they, but I don't think they have to either. I think they already had LeMayu in the building, and LeMayu has also stated okay. that he might take he would be willing to take less to stay oh, he here. stayed and that, the, oh, okay. and that just goes back to All my right. point though of nice, nice. how long do they have him in the building now how, how long is he willing to to take a you know a discount to, to stay in pinstripes i know it's still early but there i'm sure there's mm-hmm. other teams itching wasn't there a report that that came out that the nationals could could extend an offer if if he wants to go to the Nationals, let him go. Let him be stupid and go there. Hey, if they want to pay him though, like Chris said, how much money is it where he looks at it and says, "I'm 30 years old and I want to get paid well, because be I'm playing a game." A season, yeah, I'm over rhetorical. 30 years old. It's called a rhetorical question. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, if I'm Lemayhu, I couldn't care less about you know playing for the Yankees. If you're going to offer me that much more money, I'm going to take the money. I, I, yeah, Come but on. again, if you're DJ LeMay, you were, you have to look at a lot of different things. If this is going to be maybe his last shot at winning too, and the Yankees are going to come in competitive with an offer, sure, we're going to go some bum team for. Well, no, yeah, right, but I I don't think the Mets or Nationals, the two teams that are maybe rumored other than the Yankees or even Toronto, where those are three teams that are right on the cusp, I'd say, of competing for a playoff. For Toronto's going to really Toronto, I just don't see it happening. I think Toronto's going to have a real tough time attracting free agents because of the uncertainty with mm-hmm. the coronavirus. Is that they're not even going to be able to you know have a home base of operations really. Toronto's gonna- Toronto's biggest problem has been their biggest problem now for for the last three years. And I don't see them making any moves to, to help it. That's why. And obviously that's pitching. And that's why I think Paxton could end up back in, back in uh, Toronto because I think he makes the most sense for them right now. You know, Michael K said this 
last week, two weeks ago, the Yankees should take a flyer on Paxton. I'm not touching him. Now, why are you going to take a Listen, only if it's really, really cheap. We talked about this too. Like, how many times are you going to give these guys? This is Cashman's time to show he's not going to do that shit anymore. Like, if a, if you get a guy here who has no history of injury, and then he gets injured, and it's a freak thing, whatever, fine. But he he knew the risk taking packs in the first time, and it and it showed up. I mean, he got he was hurt way too much. So why are you wasting money now getting that guy back? I mean, what do you, what's, but again, if you're telling me that you want to take a flyer on Paxton, it's a flyer. It's to one year, $5 million, something like that. After you already filled out your rotation, it's going to get way more than that somewhere. Yeah. And he's not worth it. It's not worth it right Right. now. No, No, look, not at all. Again, if Hal wasn't, you know, talking about the luxury tax right now, I'd say, sure, screw it. I mean, who cares? But if if we have to have the luxury tax in mind, why am I spending a dime on on James Paxton? I'm not. It just well, doesn't I mean, make sense. For, for three million bucks, it does. Yeah. Again, <laughs> it's unrealistic. He's not. He's going to get offered way more than that. He still is not able to throw for teams that want to watch him throw. Bro, That's go go. Please do me a favor and look up the Clevenger contract. The dude, they they signed him knowing he was getting Tommy John. You think that matters? I mean, he'll still no, look. He'll get and, money. He will get and no, money. And look at this, and people don't understand this, but the Yankees. We I think we talked about this. We uh, when we were doing, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago, we brought this up when the Yankees were picking up and declining options. They basically let Tommy Canley walk. And it was reported that Tommy Canley's trying to dis- decide between multiple two-year offers, and people don't understand. Oh, why would you sign Tommy to a two-year deal when he's going to have Tommy John? Because you're really only this. getting him for one. Teams do this now. They pay a guy to rehab to get his rights for when he's going to be able to pitch. The, I I got into an, an argument with somebody about it on Twitter, and I listened to about four different people that they did it with. The Rays did it with Nate Evaldi. They paid him to rehab, and then they had him basically because they figured they would trade him and get an asset for him, which they did. Um, I'm pretty sure the Yankees did it with Adam Warren, although then they ended up releasing him. Uh, he never ended up pitching for them again. What Adam about Warren, Britain? Zach, no, Zach Britton. He was fully he, healthy by then? With the Yankees? Yeah. The Yankees signed him healthy. Okay. Or they traded for him when he was healthy-ish. Healthy-ish, okay, okay. He was pitching again. He got injured with Baltimore while I was still under his deal with Baltimore. Right, right, so right. Was, but I think also the, the Twins did it with Pineda, Pineda, Pineda. Uh, there really, was another. Really there was pitcher. a few. There was a few other examples of teams that gave out two-year deals to guys on Tommy John. Because yeah, they want, I mean, they want to pay for the rehab, and then they want the rights to the pitcher when he's healthy. And you, you know, could for even, a small market team like the Rays, it makes a ton of sense to do shit like that. You could even go back to, I know it's not uh, them signing him, but you can go back to the Sonny Gray trade with, uh, what was his name? Started with a K. Caprillion. Caprillion. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Who was that, Who else was in that package? Caprillion. Fowler. 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 And, uh, Jorge Mateo. Okay, so at that point, Caprillion was really the guy that was the, you had the most expectations for, but was the biggest risk at the same time. 
Yeah, but sure. again, this is what we always we talked might have talked about this last week when you bring up Jason Dominguez. It wasn't Jorge Mateo supposed to be the next superstar in New York Yankees. Yeah, right. Okay, so what happened with him? That's what I'm saying. I don't get I don't get too hyped up with these with these prospects anymore. You want to trade them, you know, trade them. Trade them. Trade them. Obviously, you, you got to be smart about it. I'm not trading Jason Dominguez for some run-of-the-mill third starter, but if a team wants to offer you a frontline starter or a superstar-type player at a need that you have, I would trade Jason Dominguez in a heartbeat. Yeah, listen. 17, I mean, he's 17 years old. Listen, you, uh, talking about prospects was cute in like 2017 and 2018, but we're going into the yeah, year 2021 yeah, okay. season. You better not be yes. even talking about prospects at this point. I don't 2016 care. 2016 into 2017, you needed the prospects. We needed them. And then 2018, you were like, yeah, prospects, prospects. And then 2019, you were like, this is our year, but kind of prospects. And then 2020, you're like, fuck prospects. And they still didn't win. And now it's 2021. If you're hanging on to any prospects at this point, you don't know what you're doing. No, Jason Dominguez, if anybody wants him, Take I'm, him. Taking, I'm taking calls on him. Absolutely. If I'm Brian Cashman, I'm taking calls on Jason Dominguez. Taking calls on, on any of the prospects right now. I am building. I am looking for one more piece, and it always feels like one more piece. I'm looking for one more piece to give to bring a championship to New York now because my window is... It's getting a little chilly outside, and my window's starting to close pretty hard. Do you think a lot of fans realize that? Because I've I've been on that for a couple <laughs> weeks, you know, really saying that that window's closing a lot faster than people realize. Do you know you what it is? Really understand that we might only have another year or two. And I get it, Garrett Cole's here for another eight or nine years. That's exactly. But- I was just going to say that's what it is. It's the it's because he signed a ten year deal that it kind of you kind of lose sight of where they're at right now. And it's true. I mean, you got, you got two to three more seasons where this team is truly should be hitting their stride. And you got to lock in at least one world series after three years. If you don't have a, if you don't have one under your belt, you're probably not going to win one with Garrett Cole on the team. He might opt out at that point. What is his opt out? When is his opt out? Ryan, go on spot track and look that up, please. He's earn, he's earn busy checking. I'm actually on spot track right now. Are you tab horn it? His no, his computer warns him. It. He told me before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, it did. His computer it's was warning 20, him. It warned. It's like you know you can group your tabs together. Wait, when's when's the opt out come? Player opt out available after 2024 season. All right, so if exercise still, Yankees yeah. can counter with a one year thirty six million dollar extension to to, right. to the end of his contract. So if he That's opts wild. out, then it would be a new contract for one year three thirty six million dollars. Yeah, because I think it was really nine years, it would, but it could be a total of ten. Right, 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 right. All right, so the Yankees still got this guy. Under contract without any worries for what another four seasons, yeah, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay, so let's just say that's like the fourth season, yeah, the window's the just about cracked. Is, no, I think the window's closed at that fourth season. Me too. With this group, it is, unless they find new new guys. When's Aaron, that are Judge, come when's in? Aaron Judge's contract up? When does he hit free agency? Two more years? I think he got a little crack. I think he got a little cracky. I think it really goes along with Aaron Judge's contract, to be honest with you. I yeah, he's Aaron a guy. Judge, 
he's a guy who's going to get screwed. Aaron Judge, uh, 2024, no? 2023, he's a free agent. Mm. All right, so, yeah, so that's a year before it calls up. So, yeah, I would say I would I give the Yankees three more years under this current window. I'm not giving – but here's the, here's the funny part. I, we say that, but if the Yankees don't win this year, I want I want new leadership on this team. I want yeah. somebody else running the ship. No, I think that's fair. You know what's you know what's really interesting, and you wonder if it would actually happen, is if the Yankees don't win a World Series this year, and how it looks to make a move. Theo Epstein resigned from the from the Cubs. Yeah, you think he's, he's gonna not going to get picked up somewhere in the he's meantime? Not gonna, he's not going to work this year. Wow, from all accounts, he's not going to work this year. Wow. Wow. Just saying, <laughs> would you would you take Theo Epstein running the Yankees? Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's one Guy of the broke best two ever curses. Do it. You think he can break ours? Yeah, there's a Yankee curse now. Oh, absolutely, Anytime absolutely. So it's been '09, and we're we're heading into 2021 with that. What drought. was the curse? What was the curse? You think? What caused the curse after '09? What happened Whoa. in 2010? I don't know. Curtis even... Granderson. Lyle mm. <laughs> When did we have? When did we get Lance Berkman here? 2013, yeah. 12, 13, no, 11, 10, 10? If it was, was 10, it 10, it's Lance Berkman, 100%. Wanted, it was 10 or 11. When did the Yankees, the Yankees went to the ALCS in the, 2010. The Berkman curse. They went to the ALCS in 2010? Yeah, yeah dude, I was there. Rangers. I'm looking up that roster right Actually, now. No. You wanted Lance. I was there. Lance Berk, uh, it was definitely 2010. What yeah. What do we think, in 2010? Great call by yeah. me, and he's it's the 10. reason. No, I don't think it's Lance Berkman. I think it was. Mm. Uh, it might be Austin Kearns. Ooh, good one. The Kearns curse. Good one. When was Jabba Chamberlain's last appearance as a Yankee? Was that 2010? Because then we'll get the Jabba curse. Ooh, that's even better. I'll look that one up, Ry. I'm pulling it up. You got it. His, he was, his last. Uh, he was pitching for the Yankees still in 2013. What? Really? What? Yeah. All right. When's the last year Jabba? When's the last year Jabba was good? Uh, I th- 2006. When did they try to make him? When did they try to make him a starter? Oh shit! 2010. Boom. <laughs> no, it does. No, that was 09. 09 was the well. He made 12 starts in 08, 31 in 09, and then zero again in 2010. So that was it. Once they messed with so him, that was the year they gave up. Yeah. Once they ruined Jabba's once, once life. Once the Jabba rules, once the Jabba rules were concluded. The Yankees just the can't win. The Yankees cannot win. Man. Ever since they started focusing on pitch count and all this bullshit. Yeah. I was actually. Kinda, it kind of actually makes sense. I was watching my daughter this morning and she she's like so close to taking her first step. And she's like hanging onto the table and she'll let go. And she goes to like lift her foot. And I'm like, there she goes. Come on, take that first step. And then she goes to lift it, and boom, she falls right down. And in my head, this is how fucked up I am as a father. In my head, I'm going, it's like the fucking Yankees, man. They're like so close to taking that next step and and getting there and being successful, and they just fall on their asses year after year. 
year after daughter, year. And then I was depressed. Question. And then I was depressed after that. And I put my daughter in her fucking place. So bed. that so that that step lifting was like LeMayhew's home run, and then the right. fall down was Chapman giving right. up the bomb to right. Altuve. Yeah, well, if you exactly. think about it, right, your kid is a few months older. Than, well, your youngest daughter is a few months older than my my daughter. Right, mm-hmm. Ava was born in May, and Callie was born in December. Mm-hmm. So Callie's like trying to walk now and Ava's trying to crawl. I let her smack her head on the wall. Uh, let me tell you something. My son hit his head in the fucking wall 10, 10 times a night. Kid's smart. He's smart. Yeah, I was maybe ner- it gets the brain going a little I bit. I was nervous, but the kid's smart to an extent. Yeah, you know, maybe if she I'm we're trying to get her to crawl right now. So maybe if she uh will learn to uh walk a little bit. They gotta you know, learn. These yeah, kids got to learn a little bit. Um, she's a she's something else, that kid. I'll tell you. She's got an attitude problem. I don't know where she gets it from. Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. I don't know who she gets it from. Same same with my kids. It could definitely be you. Do you think Jack looks like you? Because I, I don't know. I think he does, actually. He definitely does at certain angles, for sure. Your youngest like, now, yeah, Callie, is definitely Chris. morphing into it. Definitely morphing into a mini Meg. Yeah, thank God. Honestly. Honestly. Why you, why you don't want your daughter to look like you? No. You're kind of cute. I there. mean, if she does, though, like. The no, way- what is it with the two of you calling each other cute? It's, you gotta- I mean, you're, you're fucking <laughs> brothers, for Christ's sake. You know, it's 2020. I'm open to a lot of different things, but this brother, you guys are brothers. It's still not cool. Oh, you haven't yeah. heard? That's <laughs> that's a, That's in now. That's no, in, yeah. It's, that's in. It's trending. Okay. As long as you're over uh-huh. 13 years old. Well, I in. guess this is uh-huh. uh, this is a, as uh-huh. good of a segue into anything here is that we're going to do a little fun little segment here on the okay. show this week. Okay. Uh, there's really not a lot to talk about baseball-wise. I mean, we can beat the DJ horse to death. I mean, we probably will next week. We got some good after. questions on Twitter, at least. I think you know by now who the best in men's below the belt grooming is. You got it. It's our friends over at manscaped.com. They continue to offer precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Use promo code MIYST20 for 20% off plus free shipping on your next order. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. We are not living in the 1960s anymore. It's 2020 and untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. And I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. My wife was actually mad at me for getting my father-in-law the lawnmower 3.0 for Christmas this year. But I said, babe, listen, you got to stop being so selfish. Manscaping is just as important for my in-law's life as it is for ours. Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer in a revolutionary way. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts right on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower, which is honestly a game-changer for me. I don't have my pubes all over the floor. Uh, The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand-new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down below, and Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls, guys. Trust me, that's just nasty. I used to do it probably more times than I'd like to admit, but I mean, we all have. 
Let's be honest with ourselves. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stank. Speaking of sweaty balls, I'm thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, sticking, and honestly, for us Husky guys, it's extremely important. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those used pair of boxers. Half of my boxers right now have holes in them. Manscaped has a high-performance anti-chafing boxers, and I'm these are a must for every guy out there. I don't care if you don't get anything else from them. Just trust me on this. These boxers are absolutely unbelievable. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends the best gift of all the manscaped perfect package 3.0 clean up your nuts and make santa proud this year get 20 percent off plus free shipping with code nyyst20 at manscaped.com that's nyyst20 at checkout for 20 percent off your entire order plus free shipping we will thank you your significant other will thank you but most importantly your balls will thank you But we'll do this first uh, because I don't know. We talk. We actually brought this up on uh, on um, the show last week about my affinity for one Craig Carton, and then it got me thinking: who are my top three? Uh, my top three man crushes. So we we can just get Ryan out of the way right now. He he thought he was being funny. He just answered Tyler Wade, Tyler Wade, Tyler Wade, <laughs> and it's all true. All three I, of those. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about trying to be funny. I was just trying to be honest. I thought you So nobody else to... cracks the top three for you? I don't even think about anybody else, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we're ta- if we're ta- if we're talking Yankees, I'd I I'd, I'd give an honorable mention to Masiro Tanaka in hopes that he stays. But so what's the movie T What's the movie where the where the guy's like obsessed with just one thing or one person. Well, you might and be thinking like, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia with no. uh, Chase Utley. Uh, no. no, 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 no. And he's like, he First does of all, everything. Dinkelman. Everything he does is like based off of this this one character. That oh man. And he even refers to his life as like what this character would do. Oh, sure. Ryan. By the way, that show that it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly. I'm not really sold on it, bro. Thank you. That's, that's fair though. But you're also watching it like I see. I watched it when it was kind of airing, so I didn't have that hype of it all. Sometimes when you when you go into something, hearing about it, so everyone around you is saying how great it is. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. You end up like not liking it. Hate that. I don't show. know. It's just not. I don't know, man. It's just a little too much for me. Like I understand. It is a bit much. I understand. Like. You know, I'm a little desensitized to certain things because of when I grew up. But just now hearing uh, in this day and age, a show used, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody by doing by saying this word. I don't mean to offend anybody. But just by hearing a show use the word retarded 87 times in 22 minutes, it's a little mm-hmm. bit much now. Okay, I, th- I thought of it. What's what the movie it? where he's obsessed with the fun? Oh, it's a Friends episode. The f- when he's obsessed with the Fonz, the doctor. Talk about see, shows uh, that's talk about shows that I, suck. I love Friends, dude. I'll always be a Friends fan, one hundred percent. I never. You want to know why I never got into that show? Ross, yes, I hate I David Schwimmer. 
fucking hate him, bro. David Schremer's the, the best worst part of that character show. ever. The worst character ever. I almost quit watching Curb Your Enthusiasm when he did the, that season with the producers with, on that uh, show. Yeah. I, that that, was, that might have been the last season that I watched. Actually, I don't know. You really need to get on that. I know. Get, get back on Curb. All right. All right. I want to yeah, do a segment. Really. All right. So we're awesome. doing. So it was. I think I might actually tweet this on Monday. Because you have Twitter I, questions, I right? You got Twitter questions? Yeah, we have that also. Because uh, I didn't realize that Man Crush Monday is a thing. And I just. I might have randomly tweeted this on Monday. So. Hmm. Chris, why don't you give the fans your list of your top three man crushes? Okay. Ryan Reynolds, Matthew McConaughey, and who was my third? Are you going? That's one, two, three. Are you going? Are you you going you're going I didn't one, know you two, guys three. were going like fucking. No, this was wide open, bro. GQ style. Who was no, my third? Who did I put up there? Ryan Phillippe. You're a big no, Ryan No, I am. Guy. I actually am. I actually am a huge Ryan yeah, you Phillippe. You do like Ryan Phillippe for some reason. I'm a big Ryan Phillippe guy. But no, I, I forget who my third was. Oh man, dude! All right, maybe maybe I maybe I did uh, screw the pooch here with this uh, segment, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Love the product, <laughs> but uh, I don't have I, much background in it, and for that reason, I'm out. I could probably find it for you. Yeah, maybe Daniel Craig might even crack mine then if we're talking. I mean, the guy's a stud. Damn, how old, long ago did we freaking tweet this? Oh, uh, it's right here. I had to, duh, duh. I had Bradley Cooper at number two. Uh, and yeah, McConaughey uh, at number three. Definitely man crush for you. Oh, shit, mama. I, <laughs> I you that. care to explain any of them or are you just going to let them ride like that? Ryan Reynolds has always been, before Ryan Reynolds was like the talk of the town here, he's always been a man crusher mine. Okay. Did you watch that show that he was on, like Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place? No. I used to watch that show. I forgot about that show. <laughs> no. Oh, it's it Two on, Girls, like, a Guy, and a Pizza Family. Place, right? Was it was Pizza two, Place two, in the title? I didn't even know what it was no, called. It was I think just it got cut. ABC I think Family. as it got Two Girls, on, One Cup, and a Pizza Place? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that was uh, um, a spinoff, I think. That was a spinoff. Didn't last. Um, So that's just, he's always been my guy. And then Bradley Cooper... I'd say after Silver Linings. Silver Linings, which, yeah. sorry, love it. Um, I don't understand why people don't like that movie. I thought that movie was phenomenal. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, I, I love that movie. After great that, and that he, movie. he's a good-looking guy, great actor, and, and I'll tell you what put him over the top for me. Almost made him number one. Didn't know he had a good voice. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then McConaughey, just, come on, Classic. Classic. Okay, yeah, classic. Okay. All right, for me, it's uh, it's uh, Denzel Washington. Okay. <laughs> I can't go wrong. Okay, Trinda. Great movie. Right. Okay. Uh, Joe Pesci. Okay. <laughs> uh, you look at Goodfellas. Uh, doesn't get much better. I mean, uh, you think I'm funny? You think I'm funny? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to round it out. Okay. With, uh, with me, myself, and I. Okay. I got a man crush on myself. Okay. All right, Tony Brown, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, that's good. All right, Who so are yours? basically, yours were awful. 
The mine are not awful. Mine definitely, definitely sly. Well, I gave the Lifetime Achievement Award to like uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Oh uh, yeah, I think I saw. Yeah, that I don't think I can give him. I don't know. Currently, I mean, like the dude's like eighty, and you could definitely tell the Botox and steroids yeah. are starting to take their toll. But Lifetime yeah. Achievement Award definitely to Sylvester Stallone. Uh, number three is the current Giants coach Joe Judge. Uh, I love this guy, man. I know the team's three and seven, but this guy doesn't take any bullshit. A lot from of people anybody. like him. Yo, he he. I love the move that he pulled during <laughs> during the week when he fired his offensive line coach. I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently some. This is what I I tweeted this earlier during the week about uh, sources seized in and uh, when it you know people said they had sources of what DJ LeMayu was getting offered and bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's bull- come on, seriously. Sources yeah, I mean, season. I love I mean, that. I mean, like you mean to tell me that some guy that picks his nose in his mother's basement <laughs> has the inside scoop on DJ LeMayu, but like, uh, DJ doesn't you know, even have the inside scoop season. yet, but like pick the, pick the reputable baseball writer that, that has not tweeted a damn thing about DJ LeMayu, but uh fucking, uh, you know, Johnny Jackass from fucking Hoboken is like, oh, guys, I know where DJ's going. People are definitely going to steal that, uh, calling it that. What? You'll see that more often, people saying sources season on, on people's but they'll But they'll do SZN, one of yeah, my biggest SZN. fucking pet peeves ever. No, but I started sources season. You heard that here Exactly, first. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, everyone uh, will be saying it. So then some guy who has a podcast said that he had sources that Joe Judge and Mark Colombo, the offensive line coach, got into a fist fight and that Mark Colombo kicked his ass. Meanwhile, Joe Judge showed up like he wasn't, you know, the next time people saw him, he didn't even look like he got into a fight. So how could he get his ass kicked and then look like that a day It was later? probably the offensive line coach's uh, burner account. <laughs> like sources told me. <laughs> Oh my god! But I you love see the other guy. Biggest- so <laughs> told me you should look at the other guy. But you know what? Everybody was like, "Oh, I love the way Joe Judge." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, you know, the, the team was like one and seven at the time. I'm like, okay, whatever. Fairweather right? I mean, fan. You started liking like, him when they won a couple. But you know what yeah, really bro, turned me? On? You know what really turned me for Joe Judge is the way he handled the Golden Tate bullshit. He's like, that's my fucking quarterback. You and your wife are not going to go on Instagram and talk shit about oh, my quarterback. Shit. Didn't see and that. He benched him. And he didn't. He, he first of all, he had him on the fucking scout team, a veteran like Golden Tate. He put him on the scout team and see, then didn't even let Tate. him go to. Then didn't even sorry, let him sorry. go to Washington. Kept his ass home. Oh, I see. Yeah, I saw Tate was something with that or what team he was on or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't know that was the reason. So is, then I ju- love- is, is that your favorite judge in New York now, would you say? Oh, no, could be. Could be. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then he, the, with the line coach, he brought in the guy that he, he brought in uh, uh, this guy from New England and Colombo didn't like it. And judge was like, well, there's the door, bro. <laughs> Love but no, shit. I really, yeah, and and then he yelled at somebody in his press conference whose phone was going off. He's like, "Cut that shit out! I'm trying to do a press conference over here. I just wanted to get so he did, so he doesn't take he doesn't, he doesn't take, take shit from anyone. He's like Bill Belichick with a soul. take no prisoners. So I like that. And the number two is Carton. Uh, he definitely he skyrocketed in these ratings recently. Uh, I just I I don't know what it is, man. With with that with the uh, with the um, documentary man i just had just a new respect for this guy about how he handles not and we're not even talking about like the bad part of his life just the entertainment part of his life the person that he is on the radio it's kind of i wish 
that I would have known or listened to them more closely when I was younger. I think it might have changed my career path. If you know, he could have been an For inspiration sure. in that way. Uh, and then number one, I I can't take him off the list. It's still Garrett Cole. He's got. If we don't win a World uh, yeah, Series this year, and he's not a big part of it, he's he's going to be off the list, though. Yeah, that's fair. I no booners for any of us, huh? Man, no if you asked me this question two years ago, last year, uh, like 2019, I mean, Booney probably would have been on my list, man. You might have had a booner. I I had a raging booner for Boone, and now just yeah. <laughs> I might need a blue chew. Yeah, it's I weird. might need a bluey. You, you you definitely need a blue chew for Boone. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to get it up. For a lot of guys, think about it. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys have a lot to prove to us this year, and and sure. our manager is on and off the field. Definitely one of them. Yeah, oh, more, more so than yeah. ever before. And we love Boone. I mean, because Girardi, you know, you think about the last two managers, they weren't really like in the hot seat so much. Where you you thought if they don't win, they're done. Girardi, it was unexpected. Tori, it was kind of like that same thing. It was like we're just going to move on and 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 start something new now. But with this year going into this year, I'd say more than the last two managers, Aaron Boone is truly on the hot seat. Yeah, because Girardi banged it out right away. Girardi's like, you know what? I think I'll win a World Series in the first couple years right. of my career, right. and then he got fuck that it. out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. And and Tori won four in a row or, or, or three and four. I think years. he got a pass. I think Girardi definitely got a pass in 08 with all the injuries and uh, yeah, kind of a changing of the guard, so to speak, with like the guys like Giambi and Mussina coming, you know, on their last years and the stadium ending. And then you know he had to win in 2009. He had to, but yeah. you know, and you know, for Boone, they've kind of done things for Boone, but they never just dropped it all in his lap like they did for Girardi in 09 with Tashera Burnett, yeah. uh, CC, and even a guy like Nick Swisher all coming into the team in one year and said, here, you better fucking win. Yeah, no. And oh, by the way, you have two Hall of Famers on. Three, really four, if you think about it. If it wasn't for steroids, that team would have four incumbent Hall of Famers on it in uh Cano, Rodriguez, uh, Jeter, and Rivera. Yeah, you don't realize how good that team actually was, but you know Boone got the Boone got the new and improved Yankee, you know, philosophy. We're gonna build. We're gonna grow from within. We're gonna be all about prospects. We'll throw in. We'll plant a couple uh, a couple stars on your team, but we're really just gonna bring guys up and see what they can do. Now you got him, Garrett Cole. But, you know, you want to use the pandemic as an excuse, fine. This year is the year, man. This shit's it. Especially if they get DJ back or they add another p- big pitcher to this rotation. You better win. Well, we'll <clears throat> there's a few moves that we can actually talk about as when we do the Twitter questions, which we're going to get to in one second. But I want to bring this up before we forget again. It's really something that we should have talked about last week. Alex Cora is back as the Red Sox manager. Yeah, we talked about it. No, we didn't. Well, what did we, we talked about it two weeks ago when he was a, a, a like a finalist for the job, but we didn't talk about it last week after he was definitely awarded the job. Right, right, right. Yeah, you just knew it was going to happen. I mean, it's it's kind of a bunch of bullshit. It, it was such a. It, I, why wouldn't you just let the guy be suspended for the year? You, they knew they yeah, were it's doing exactly this. Exactly what I Is, said. Honestly, do you think that there's any 
doubt in their minds, uh, whoever's running no. the show up in Boston, that they weren't bringing back Alex Cora in 2021? Not one. So Not one doubt. Even, why play the fucking hokey to pokey pander to To pander to the public, to pander to the fans of baseball, to pander to anyone who who didn't want him there or thought he didn't deserve his job at that point. That's why they did it. And that's why I fucking hate so many people that do that shit. Be genuine. Even if being genuine means it's being an asshole and being wrong, being an asshole, being (laughs) wrong and, and doing something that's not really the popular decision. If that's what you need to do, or that's what you feel is right. Do it, do it. Because there's plenty of people who would have been just fine with that. Do it. It, it, honestly, including me, like if you told me they were just going to suspend him, you know what I would have said? I would have said, I fucking hate his guts, but there is no better fit for the Boston Red Sox than Alex Cora. There's no better fit. And I'm sorry, that shit's in the past. Make sure it doesn't happen again. But if the players aren't getting any suspensions for it or nothing like that, and you know guys like Hinch are going to come back and get a job, just suspend them. What's the big deal? No, instead they have to put on the show. They have to, you know, it's all a show. Let's fire him. We'll, we'll do the right thing, right? Let's fire him. But we'll get him back next year. And if Dusty Baker didn't really do that good of a job in Houston where he deserved, where you had to bring him back, he you really think A.J. Hinch wasn't coming? I think maybe it was a little bit different in Houston that they had to kind of move on from that, especially with yeah. the whole and show with the they 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 gave him a contract relatively early on in this in this season, I believe. But too. but again, it just goes to show you that baseball really didn't care because AJ Hinch got a job, mm-hmm. right? He, didn't he? Didn't he get a? He got signed with the Tigers, right? The Tigers brought right, him right. In as their manager. So again, and and it really sucks for Carlos Beltran because he he really did, he shouldn't have been. He's yeah. really been the guy that's been punished the most out of this because now 100%. Cora got his job back. Hinch got another job right away, and now it's like, uh, you know, Carlos Beltran is really the one wearing the scarlet A, or I guess you can say the scarlet letter C for cheater because of all this. And he that's another guy who I thought would have been a great fit with the Mets. I know he's never been a coach yeah. or manager before, but I think he would have been yeah. a great fit over there. Yeah, I mean, the, these guys, these guys getting jobs back is just like the bow on this whole thing that the the, the Major League Baseball did a terrible job handling that whole entire cheating scandal. And oh, it was yeah. all just like a place a placeholder of blame for all these guys, and now they're back. So yeah, to it's me, like, what, what was that? To me, shit like that, to, shit like that points to one thing, and it's that too many guys up at the top knew exactly what what was happening. And didn't do enough at the time they were told it was happening. And so to save themselves, they sit down, they place a couple phone calls, tell everyone what's going to happen just to go with it, and it'll all blow over. Okay? If if the guys right. at the top of Major League Baseball didn't know what was happening, no one ever truly put yeah. any allegations forward, and this just blew up and they found out, you would have seen a lot more. Exactly, I'm sure dude. a lot of at, shit was covered hey, up. It's the exact. You could say the exact same thing with how the steroid scandal was handled. They kind of knew shit was going on. They didn't do anything about it, and now doing something about it would 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 show their guilt in within it. 
So not doing anything about it kind of puts them back and say, hey, well, this is what we had to do. But yep. great, great point. Imagine if Congress had to deal with the shit that they deal with now back when they had the fucking steroid bullshit in front of them. If they never oh had, God. <laughs> they, they would have never even touched the steroids and guys would still be fucking walking around like Lou Ferrigno oh, playing sure. baseball. For sure. <sighs> it's just that they were bored back then. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're bored now. It's nothing to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I said this a couple of weeks ago when we brought it up. I'm actually really happy that Alex Cora is back as a Red Sox manager because I want to it was weird not hating the Red Sox this year. Yeah. It really was. It was weird not hating them. Now he's back, and I can fucking hate the Red Sox again because I can't stand I hate him. his guts. I really do. All right. So uh, <clears throat> we, opened it up, we opened up Twitter. We'll close out the show uh, with this. We asked for some questions, comments, shout-outs, whatever you guys wanted to do here. Uh, we got a few here that we'll touch on. Uh, we'll start with our boy Don Sicario. Don Sicario. Uh, if the Yankees don't make it to the World Series this season, even if we add some players like Bauer, Lindor, DJ, uh, do you think the brass starts to talk about Boone's future as manager? Yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on that. But, well, here's the thing. As fans, I think it becomes a huge question to us. And a a legitimate one, is this guy the man for the job? Should the Yankees move on? And as people who have supported Boone since he's been here, I think our answer will finally be, yeah, it's time to move on. But, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago. Until the Yankees change their philosophy from the top down, why would they get rid of Aaron Boone? I mean, Aaron Boone fits the mold of what they're looking to do. They want a manager who is on board with what they're looking to do. Would you say Dave Roberts is a good manager? Uh, I, I'll be honest. I don't watch enough of the Dodgers. Yeah, to, same here. But, but I, I don't but know. But just take them. There's been a lot of scuttlebutt that he should have not been anywhere near the Dodgers for at least the last two seasons. And guess what? He's still been here. And now he brought them a World Series this yeah. past year. Why? Because he's a guy that goes along with what the brass wants. Right. So I, you're going to have to look at the Dodgers as a template for what the Yankees are going to do with Boone. But, you know, if the Yankees only bring back DJ, make no other significant changes to this roster, and they don't win in 2021, and they bring back Boone in 2022, I'm still going to be pissed about it. I am. But you're also going to say – this team wasn't good enough to win, and they didn't do anything to change it. So how is that the manager's fault? Right? Mm-hmm. I understand that point of view. But also, now if you're talking about that they're going to go out there and maybe add Bauer or add this guy and add that guy and give him reinforcements and don't win, how can you bring him back at that point? How? If, if Hal goes, LOL, fuck it, I'm going to spend money and just do whatever because fuck Steve Cohen. I'm going to show him uh, the the spirit of George lives in me or whatever crazy ass shit you want to come up with. And they still don't win. How are you bringing back? First of all, how are you bringing back Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman? Yeah. If how, right. if how does that shit. It's true. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you guys. It's like, if, 
if Aaron Boone's not there next year, wouldn't you, you'd have to say that they're both not back next year. If one of them's gone, they're both gone because if the GM's gone, then usually they like to bring in their own guys. If the coach is gone, then at that point you might want, I just, just don't see it happening. I just don't realistically, if you had to, if I had a gun to my head and you asked me, will the Yankees either fire the GM and the manager if they don't win this year or at least one of them, my answer would be no. Like, I just don't see them doing it. What if the Yankees don't make the postseason in 2021? How do you come back from that? How do you bring back Aaron Boone from that? Okay. I don't care if the whole entire team gets COVID for the entire season and they nobody plays and they got to play with the Somerset Patriots roster. How do you bring that team back? Okay. How do you bring the manager back if at that they, point? If they don't even make the postseason, that's a different story. You you definitely get rid of Boone. And I would I could see them doing it then. But again, it would mainly be to just save face because they're gonna hire someone just like Boone anyway. Um, but I still, even to that point, I still don't see Cashman losing his job. I think Cashman you, will be gone when were- Cashman's gone. When he wants All I to would leave. have to do, this is what I would have to do to get the Yankees managerial position. Ready? I'd have to shave my beard, yes. walk into the interview room, and go, I love analytics. <laughs> I love analytics. And you know what, Brian? Just shout go? numbers. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> you guys riding a dirt bike? That sounded like a Cashman imitation. The, uh, you guys riding a the dirt, dirt bike, bike in the back of mm, yeah. fucking nine o'clock. Um, I love analytics. Woba. Yeah, More. Woba. Whoa, what was that one outs above outs above average <laughs> i gotta say if you've never heard this prank before you gotta look up when geo was on with joe and ev uh, with flump with flump and <laughs> and they told joe beningo about another about a new statistic and they even wrote like a fake article on it and he hates the saber metrics and he's <laughs> reading it out loud and he just loses it man that's really funny it is whole it is one of the funniest things you'll ever listen to but that's how i would get the yankees managerial job i wouldn't even have to say what's your highest rank in baseball um not important woba do you want guys wanted to and so and so as fans at that point as fans at that point don't you wouldn't you rather have the guy if it's just going to be the same guy over and over wouldn't you rather have the guy who has had some pretty big moments here as a Yankee manager, has gone to bat for his players, and and is likable at that point. I mean, I, I just don't understand why so many people hate this guy. I don't hate him, dude, but I'm just saying, like, after four years or whatever it's going to be, and I don't have a – you know, like, if we were dating – you know, if I was me and you. I was dating. A, yeah, sure. Who cares, right? And I didn't put a ring on your finger after four years, and you were getting past your childbearing years. Wouldn't you say, I, I, I got to go. I got to find somebody else. I got to get somebody in here that might put a ring on my finger because this guy's not putting the ring on my finger. How and much money do you make? Deadline or something. How much money do and you make a year? Yeah, well, I make forty two five. So <laughs> yeah, definitely moving on. All right, so that's what I'm saying with Boone. After four years, I don't have a ring on my finger, bro. I need, I might need somebody in here to, you know, you're not getting it done for whatever reason. It's not happening. Yeah. Even if it's some, you, we all know that they're if Cashman's still running the show, it's going to be the same type of guy. But after four years, and I was promised something, 
That's why I'm so. This is why I'm going to lose my shit if they get under that fucking luxury tax. Yeah, I know. This year, I know. I, it's going to be extremely fu- frustrating as a fan. It definitely is we'll going yell, to be. I will yell about that when it's time appropriate. So let's move on here to our boy at Stadium Status. Let's give a shout out. Happy Thanksgiving to Gloria. Uh, last time uh, we brought him up on the show, he took a video of her cooking meatballs and he got in trouble for it, that. So I need to know if she <laughs> it, does she baste the turkey. I need videos on Thanksgiving for sure. Yeah, Ryan, not this, not our Ryan. This Ryan, we need we need turkey videos. <laughs> we need Gloria turkey videos. Uh, he goes, happy Thanksgiving to the fellas. And if you have any fucked up stories from when you guys were kids during the holidays, he goes on to say, I had a cousin who was five years younger than me and I punched him in the stomach and he threw up all over my bedroom because I caught him stealing my video games. I have a good one to follow up with that. When I was a kid, my dad and his brother, my uncle got into a huge fight and my uncle popped my dad in his face. And he came in with like a black a black eye and his lip was just gushing blood. And it scarred me for life. And here I am. Huh. Did you yeah, know that? We've had a few of those uh holiday fun little fights. Yeah. I think one Christmas my grandmother burned me by accident with her cigarette too. So Christmas isn't accident. that great of great of a time for me. Yeah. I almost spent Thanksgiving in jail one year. Huh, really? I don't remember what year it was. I don't even remember the name of the bar, but it was this bar that we used to go to every Thursday, but we went on a Wednesday because, you know, the big party day in college was right, Wednesday right. night before Thanksgiving. Always, I think, in and anyone's came, life. And we came out of the bar pissed drunk, and my friend and I were throwing garbage cans. <laughs> into the Did you street. just drink that night? Was there anything else involved? Besides drinking? Yeah. No, we were going home to do the other thing. Mm. <laughs> so we were throwing garbage cans in the street, and the cop saw my friend throwing the garbage can in the street, and he goes, you have 10 seconds to pick up that garbage can and all the contents that are in the street and put it back where you found it, or you and point it right at me or, or get are going to spend Thanksgiving in jail. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> and uh, did so, you still go home and do the thing, or were you guys like a – were you guys like shit in your pants and you called it a night? Yeah. Uh, you, you've, you've obviously watched how I met your mother, right? Yes. So we ate some sandwiches when we got home. Nice. Cause we had a story. We had a story to tell. Nice. We had a story to tell. So, but any, any type of family stuff. I, yeah. I yeah. Thanksgiving's not really my bag anyway. Uh, we'll move on here. Unless Ryan's got something he wants to share. He's drinking a Coors Light back there. Mm-mm. Ryan's like, Chris has embarrassed the family enough for I, this episode. Yeah, I got, I, He's not part of my family. We have different mothers. That's true. I'm adopted. <laughs> uh, the big guy, 65, says the Yankees need a solid starter. I don't think they get Bauer. How about you, Darvish? Three years, $59 million remaining. Cubs looking to unload some cash. Mm, no. I, I think he I was... Can't. I can't with no, the garbage. He, he was too t- much money, and he's coming off of one great, great year, but he's had some stumbling years. Yeah, that. that was that year was more of like his peak, I think. And, and I just don't see the Cubs doing it. I th- first I don't th- of all, here's I don't think it makes I sense for them. If you if you mean to tell me that I can bring a new Darvish to replace Masahiro Tanaka, who I want as my fourth or fifth starter, and the Cubs are eating half that contract, yeah, okay, possibly, but. 
at twenty million dollars a year for a three-year commitment, and the prospects the Cubs are probably going to want no. for you, Darvish. No, he's I'm not, not touching it. him with a ten-foot pole. And here's here's the funny point. You want to hear some a Cubs fan replied to that tweet. You want to hear what he says? Yeah, please. Darvish for Jason Dominguez. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know we just talked about prospects, but. Uh, we should have we should have prefaced it by saying it's got to be a smart move. Like you I get, said, a front line starter. Right. Is yeah, Darvish a front line <laughs> no. starter. No, look, and and that's if not to, to take me, away from what he did last year. He was phenomenal. He sucks. He, but he sucks. No, and he, that's he's this really, year. It's it's you pair him with Bauer of why you'd be hesitant to pay these guys. It's like, is this one year who they are, or was this yeah. one year? I do prospects or money. I'm not doing prospects and money. Right. That's where you really lose me on you, Darvish. I understand the Yankees. What do the Yankees really have behind Garrett Cole? And would I take a flyer on you, Darvish? But um, it's not a flyer. And he's 34 years old. We're talking about a guy who's going to be 37 by the time the contract's up. I mean. And he was playing in the NL Central, too. You got to keep that in mind. We can't even keep. They, we, they did have a DH though. This we year. can't even keep the youngest guy, youngest pitcher on our they team haven't healthy. Collectively bargained that yet, so it's still it's still open whether or not. Yeah, uh, I saw you said that. Uh, at the GWK twenty one, we'll start with. He has two parts to his, but we'll just get this out. The first, the second part first. He says, "Can you guys shout at my brother Joe Cabani? Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, he's a police officer and a huge fan of your show and the Yankees. So, Joe, Joe, tip of the cap, bro. We uh, we definitely you appreciate your, your, yeah, your service man. and your uh, protection of our communities. Thank you, and yes, thank you for listening to the show. And I think it's Cabani. Uh, you have to say it, Cabani." Okay. Gold he says, "Do you think? Yes. Yeah, you gold. gold I have a gold card, but I'll replace it, even though it's from one of my closest friends. I'll replace it with yours. One hundred percent. Relative that Gabani gave me gold. A, yeah. <laughs> Gobani gold. Right. You start a whole we'll fucking to, business. Black market. Gobani gold. We'll get to his question here. Do you think Cashman will feel the pressure giving to give Lemayu an extra year or two with the Mets no longer having Cano and possibly pursuing Lemayu now?" No, it, it just no because it doesn't work that way. I mean, there's no like not for the Yankees. You're not you're not setting the table in because you're worried about someone else's offer. You're at this point, you got a guy who's clearly showing some loyalty to you and 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 waiting for an offer. That's the first thing. The second thing is, if he does get an offer from somewhere else, he's gonna come back and and let you counter. You at least know that, and we can say that confidently. That if DJ does play the market and and test the waters and he does get an offer, he's going to let Cashman counter because he wants to be a Yankee. So you're not going to set the table there. You're not right. setting the table based the off table, of... You'll counter it. Right? Yeah. And then at that point, because, and you know, hypothetically, the Mets made a big offer, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to... Right. You're going to have to blow it out of the water at that point, but... yeah. I still think the Yankees, and I know a lot of you know. You open it up to questions, and the, the, you know they're all pretty much everybody's going to want to know about Lemayu. But uh, again, I just think he's going to be. And I, I got into this with uh, Perani earlier today, who says that he listens to a show. He definitely he, doesn't. He doesn't. He listened to the last episode. He said, and I knew that he did based on what he was saying. 
But I said, did you listen to the, he said he listened to it all the time, but apparently he missed the episode mm. where we actually talked about him. Right. So how mm. often do you really listen to the how show? How often do you really listen? This is how we test people. We mentioned them uh, on the show. He said that, you know, what he brought up Patrick Corbin in reference to, to Garrett Cole. And it's like, Oh, the Yankees don't go the extra mile. The Yankees don't go the extra mile now for guys that they don't really want. Like, would they have taken Patrick Corbin at their number? Yeah, they would have taken Patrick Corbin at their number. But they knew the guy that they really wanted was a year away. So they're not going to take themselves out of Garrett Cole for Patrick Corbin, which right. I agreed with. Yes. And I don't think anybody should disagree with that. And, and if, you were, if you were faced with Corbin or Cole, Cole's the answer. And, and we say this so many times. You got to take it. In, in context, because at the time Corbin was a free agent, he was the sexiest name on the list, and he got way more than he's than he was worth. And yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, he won a World Series. He was a big part of that team. But at that time, just because he's the best free agent available doesn't mean you're throwing all that money at him when you have your eyes set on someone else. And I think that the Yankees want, I think just like in 2020 last year, coming into this season, Cole was the guy that they wanted. LeMayu is the guy that they want. But I also think that there's a slight little difference between LeMayu and Cole. They would have went even further, I think, than what they did with Cole if it meant getting him. I think there's going to come a point where they're going to let DJ LeMayu go. But I also don't think it's going to be some cheap ass contract yeah. either. Where, where if Lemayu's sitting with a four for seventy five deal in his hand, and the and the Yankees are like, <laughs> we're not matching that. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. That's going to happen. And to be fair, I think if you're talking about like five for one thirty or some fucking crazy shit like that, DJ Lemayu is going to be playing somewhere else. Yeah. But if it's a respectable number where DJ can can rationalize a difference, he'll be back. And to be fair... That's my opinion on it. To be fair, there's I could probably name on one hand the guys that have been free agents that fall into the category of Garrett Cole, where they'll just do absolutely anything and not put a, not put a line, not draw a line that they're not going to cross. You know the last time that happened was, besides Garrett Cole? CC Sabathia. Exactly, and how often, well, how long ago was that? That was, was the last time one was won a World Series. So, so there you go. There you go. And again, and if you really look at it, how many times that a Yankee is a free agent that the team wants to bring back goes? How often do the Yankees really let the, that guy get out? Doesn't happen often. Right. And it's gonna and the Yankees gave and if you the last time it probably happened in recent memory was was uh, Robinson Cano and thank God what a blessing that turned out to be and again we're talking about the Yankees had a number in mind a very fair number in mind and it took Seattle going way past that way past and and again hindsight being what it is thank God it happened Robbie Cano don't you know that those are illegal. Fucking idiot! All right, this this is the last one at King Paul. This is before you talk. Before you say it, I gotta say this is my favorite question we've ever gotten. Go. There's actually there's three parts to it. We'll start with this part. Do you guys believe the Yankees need to add a secondary ace behind Garrett Cole? Okay, let me let me start here. This actually got me thinking. I was thinking about this on my drive before. 
name the last World Series team to win the World Series that didn't have a 1A and a 1B. That's so funny. I thought the same exact way. When have when the I Yankees had a 1A and a 1B? Question. And I'm not saying Seve at... can't be that, but he hasn't been. So when's when's the last World Series? To, what's the last World Series Probably team? the Royals, 2015. No, they had Chris Young, and they had... Uh, that's not a one though. Yeah, he was that year. He was World their best. Series. He was their best pitcher that year. Would you concede he's not yeah, an ace? But he no. See, he, I said a one A one B. Yeah, but you're as opposed to yeah, a one and no. a two. Are you talking one A one B performance or a one A one B like you I'm go talking, into the season? That's an ace. You I'm talking one A like a like Chris Sale, Nathan Avaldi. That's a one A one B. But Nathan Avaldi isn't a true one B. But he was in that World Series run in 2018. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. And obviously, getting a guy like Bauer would be a it would be pre planned. I guess you can say where you're expecting it, and as where Avaldi just kind of morphed into that guy. Bauer, you'd expect mm-hmm. to be that one B. But the point is, what's the last team? to not have two starting pitchers where you felt confident that the team was going to win that game. And when's the last time the Yankees had that? I'm, honestly, I, I in a postseason. The 15 team that beat the Mets, was that was that bullpen won that World Series. They weren't right. built on starting yeah, pitchers. That, that and, and that is true. They were a bullpen team. But they had Chris Young and they had, what's his face? Uh, Johnny Cueto. Was it Cueto? James Shields, I think. No, nah, I don't think James Shields was on that team. I think it. I Pretty sure he was. Anyway, my point is, yeah, I think that the Yankees. That Edison Volquez. Is Volquez, yeah, yeah. They had Volquez, and he and he had what like a was high Cueto three ERA a though that year or something. Didn't they no, rent him for that? Didn't Cueto year? Yeah. go to the I'm White gonna... Sox? I'm oh, Johnny sure. Cueto was on that team. Yeah, he was. Oh, wow. He made so, they rented him. They rented yeah, him. Yeah, he made 13 starts and had a 4 7 6 ERA. Okay. Well, look at their starting staff. Volquez. Okay, pitched well for him. 3 5 5. Your Donald Ventura, 4 08. Jeremy Guthrie, 5 9 5. Danny Duffy, 4 08. Chris Young was good for them, uh, but he only made 18 starts. So he wasn't a full time yeah, starter for them. He had. 306 and then Cueto was 476. They weren't, they hadn't, you wouldn't consider any of those guys to be a legitimate ace. You wouldn't even consider any of those guys to really be a legitimate number one. Outside of any team that has beaten the Mets to win the World Series. Oh, now, here we go now. Honestly, though, it's a a fair point, especially today. But let's just look at, let's just look at the last five years then. Let's look since 2015. You had, you had Verlander. And who was and Charlie Morton stepped up. Who won in twenty sixteen? The Astros. Oh no, the, the Cubs, Cubs. Sorry. And Cubs the Cubs had Lester and Kyle Hendricks. And, Ky- so and uh, what's his not, face had? No, what, who's the dude who had the phenomenal year? Uh, Arietta. Drawing a blank, dude. Jake Arietta. Yeah, it was Arietta. Was it Jake? Yeah. Arrieta? All right. So it's it's. Do they you know, just yeah, that's, win that's with a, just Lester? Look at look at the Nationals, Scherzer and Strasburg. Look at this you know? the starting yeah. rotation is a lot. Look at this is a really good starting rotation. Lester two four four, Arietta three ten, Hendricks two thirteen, Lackey three three five, John and then Lackey. And then Hamill was their fifth starter with a three eight three. So that's a that's a really yeah. good starting okay, rotation. So then maybe we'll set that as the benchmark of twenty sixteen. 
I mean, since then, name a team that has done it where they could have just done it with one ace, with one good pitcher. Nobody no. really has. No. I mean, it's... So is this maybe... Is this maybe the missing piece? Can Severino potentially be that piece? We still no, don't know. Not. We still he's don't know. If you look at, look at, look at the Yankees getting eliminated. 2018, who was their game one starter in the American League Division Series? Um, Jay Happ, I, I believe, right? What against the fuck the Sox? did you just say? What did you Crappers. just say? Go Jay wash your mouth. What did you just say? You're not allowed to say that word on this show. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. You, you, I needed like a shot call or something for that. <laughs> a buzzer. Uh, call year, the Astros. They this, have a few of those. This year, so then oh, 19, they didn't have an ace. They didn't have Garrett Cole. Houston did. They made the World Series. Uh, and then and this Paxton year, started game one of the of the uh, playoffs for them. In 20, was that a wild card? Was that, that was a wild the card? Yes, right? against the Twins. I know the yeah, DS, but then game two. He got lit. Oh, that was the CS I'm talking about. Game one of the American League Championship round. Was you said again. who started? Was, yeah, uh, you're who right. Started you're Severino started. Did Severino start the wild card game in 2018? Yeah, he started. But then, so then, look yeah, at he this pitched, year, right? Uh, they, two they outs. Finally, they finally got well, that was their 2017. Mm, I, did he pitch in both of those games? Yeah, I think he did. I think he, he got, did. I think we he we had a whole debate in 2018 that you got to lose with your best on the mound. I think he went we three innings or something in the wild card game that year against the A's, but there wasn't a lot of pressure on him because of. But then, so then look at this year, right? They finally get their ace, and then the number two. What does Masahiro Tanaka do for them this year? Yeah, he, he just doesn't show up. So yes, I I once I saw that's a great question. And once you really, if you really think about it and you break it down and you look at what other teams have won, look at this year. I mean, the do the Dodgers win without Kershaw stepping up and nope. Bueller, you know, pitching well? Um, nope. Who did they beat in the uh, They beat the, the, the Rays. I mean, the Rays bullpen stepped up big in this run, but Morton and Snell really stepped up. You know, so it's those, it's two solid pitching, starting pitching performances. Because look at 09 for the Yankees. They had CC, who who was a stud, and then they had Pettit, would close out every single clinching game. He yeah, we got breaking news. Others. Breaking news. Juan, Juancho Hernan Gomez is signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, who gives a shit? Couldn't care less. <laughs> he was the Knicks even last year. He was gone, right? Anyway. No. Um, next time, next time, what's the next Doc part Rivers of this question? Because that I thought that was really the. Yeah, I I agree though. They need a they need a. Yeah, I mean, it really makes too. you think think twice about how valuable Bauer could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it Actually, really does. I do have another. I have a, I have another question that I just found. So we'll get to that, but it's it'll be really quick. Uh, he says then because I want them to get Bauer or somebody. Oh, he just makes a statement here because I want them to get Bauer or somebody else who's going to be that number two behind Cole. I mean, Bauer again is the sexiest name out there. I understand why a lot of fans want him. Uh, there would you are, guys be there opposed would, to this move? Would you be opposed to not signing anybody this off season? seeing how teams are playing in the regular season. And if the Washington nationals are terrible this year, do you go and get Max Scherzer? Who's going to be a free agent next year? No, absolutely not. Who's a free agent next year. You would not go out and get Max. No, right. There's no more next year. There's no more next year. I'm, I'm not talking about next year. I'm talking about for this season, but he's a free agent next year. You know what? Max. Oh, oh, you're saying to get him as a rental. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Is his contract up at the end of this year? Yeah, yeah absolutely. This year, I am. He is a free agent, guys. Look, that's I'm where the prospects you, come into play. That's where that's the prospects the come into play. Where I don't, if you want to get rid of all these guys for a rental, but it's a rental like Max Scherzer who can take me over the top. There's two guys, one hundred percent. I'm getting right because Bowers, Bowers, unrealistic. He's going, he's going to get paid ace money somewhere. Yankees aren't going to give Trevor Bauer a contract. That's not, it's not going to happen unless he's. Uh, he he once said, I think that he was. There was a rumor that he would take one year deals. If he does that, then yes, the Yankees will. But what I'm doing, if I'm the Yankees, I'm not getting any of these off season free agents. I'm waiting until the season plays out, and I'm I'm calling the Nationals and I'm calling the Houston Astros. And I'm going to try and get Justin Verlander from the Astros. Fair. You can't get Justin oh, Verlander. Those are the mo- oh yeah, he's, he's coming off Tommy, an injury. He, he's he's I forgot Tommy about John's that. Okay, surgery. all right. I, no fair on the Scherzer point though, off, dude. This is off the top of my head. Just free agents that I remembered. Okay, uh, okay. I think Granky, Granky's a free agent then too. So maybe, I'll, but I, I wouldn't, yeah, I, wouldn't I wouldn't go touch out. That. And, no, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Right. Uh, Scherzer, okay. Max I like Scherzer's that. My guy, I like that. Okay, all right. So the Yankees here, we got a bit. Okay, all right. They got to take it easy. still get my heel back. Okay. Okay, and I get Lemayhu back. Sevy's still not back, or he's back and he's wishy washy. Yankees are, you know, they're around first place. They haven't really pulled away. You know, they're in a dogfight with the Rays. It's, you know, the end of July. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, Hi, Brian. Uh, This is the Washington Nationals GM here. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm going to send you Max Scherzer. You got to give me Jason Dominguez straight up. See ya. Uh, See ya. Um, how so about you mean Davey Garcia you're gonna... instead? What if I give you Davey Garcia instead of of Jason? And we really like Dominguez. We think uh, he's going to be really big for us. Hicksy's <laughs> going to be gone soon, so we need a center fielder. Uh, you need a pitcher, obviously. How about we give you Davey? He's had a solid year. He's got us. He's got us twelve wins this year. Uh, ERA's a bit high. He's in the fours. But uh, he's he's going to give you a good year. How about Davey? For sure, is there straight up? <gasps> Click. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you mean to tell me that you're going to trade Mike Ch- Mike Trout and Mickey Mantle's love child for two months of Max Scherzer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey that's a move that you have to win. You have to win the World Series. You have to win the World Series or not? Do you want to be prospect Ryan, huggers or do you want to be World Series Ryan, uh, I'm trophy you, I'm, holders? I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but Let's, that's a move that if you don't win the World uh, Series. It's with, time. It's you're, time to you're fucking. Fu- it's you're you know how soup, we say you're, you're on the soup line. Buddy. You know how we say we hate when reporters, writers, whatever they come out and they're like, sources are telling me that this could happen, but it might not. Like, no, if you're gonna fucking do it, put your neck out and and either get killed on it or be the hero. And it's time the Yankees do that now. If that if that put up or shut up trade man. if that opportunity presents itself the yankees better pull the trigger 100 percent. but brian cashman if he goes to hal steinbrunn because he's gonna have to get that approved by hal because of the money involved he's just not something that he can just do on his own hal has to say to him if you're gonna do this i want i'm hanging a fucking banner in this stadium next day absolutely or your, or your, your job on the line dude. but again it, here's where here's where i have my biggest problem with hal I just don't see him as that kind of guy. I see Brian Cashman running shit like that. I see Brian Cashman doing that shit where Brian Cashman's job is just not, it's just not on the line ever. I feel like Cash, gonna, at some, 
No, at some point it's going to have to be. Like I feel like Cashman would fire Hal Steinbrenner before Hal Steinbrenner fired him. Oh, I'll tell you this: if Household got damn worried about the money he's spending, doesn't he want a little return on his investment? Yeah, yet? hell yeah. Okay, so fucking win. Hell yeah. All right, final part. He says, "I'm I've grown tired of them using only one starter in the playoffs, and everybody else is in the bullpen," which is not exactly true. I mean, they have used starters, just not good ones. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it goes back to my first point of outside of Garrett Cole, did you expect much from anyone else? Yeah, uh, again, saying, Tanaka, uh, but he just didn't show Tanaka, up. But other than that. Yeah, but he, the way he's phrasing it is he's kind of saying like, uh, oh, we, you had one starter and the rest were bullpen. It's, well, no, what he's saying is the rest of the guys, when they would come out, you'd have to say, I hope our bullpen's fresh. Hope our bullpen's ready to go. There's only one guy that you didn't feel that way with. There really is. This year. This year. And, and many years. I, you wouldn't even, I don't even know if you could have said you felt that way about anybody last year. Did you really trust anybody in 2019? I, I did trust and, Paxton I, because he was coming off a really hot streak. And I guess Tanaka really hadn't shit the bed in the postseason at this mm-hmm. point either. Yeah, but still, you, you never had that feeling of like, he's going to give me seven strong innings. You always, you always just expected like maybe four or five really strong because out of Tanaka. Because you want to know why the analytics monster would always eat uh, yeah. Masahiro Tanaka. The guy was out there basically, you you literally, unless you were pitching a perfect game through six innings on what, six times uh, three is what, 18 on 18 pitches, you couldn't have pitched better than he did in that, what was that, game one in the ALCS in 2019? Yeah. And they still pulled him after uh, six innings. Yeah, I know. Okay, let him go three times through the order. The rule that's what I and that's what I hate about analytics before we read the last question is that the analytics are the analytics, except for they're not with certain guys. Like, oh, analytics say that we can't let these guys go through the order three times. We have to take them out of the game. But Garrett Cole, there's no analytics for you. Listen. What why? I understand I understand Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole, but if Masahiro Tanaka is going out there and pitching his ass off and he's at sixty-eight pitches through six innings, who the fuck cares? Let him go. Let him pitch another inning. This is the last thing I'll I'll say on this. When it comes to analytics, I'm fine with them in the regular season if you if you have a gut feeling in the regular season, but the analytics are overwhelming on something, then go with the analytics, fine. But when you're having that battle of analytics and and your gut feeling, analytics. Remember that? Fucking hated that. Uh, I brought it back. I'll be saying that for three weeks now. Um, But when you're having that battle in the postseason, the Yankees have to stop letting analytics win. Hundred percent. Okay, and that's been the biggest issue. They in the postseason, analytics cannot win. No, you have to go with gut. Series, maybe. If Tanaka is throwing as six innings of no hit baseball, and he's coming through, uh, you know whatever whoever's coming up and whatever part of the order, whatever, and he's and he's still throwing good and and he looks like he has a lot of gas in the tank. You leave him in, like Anna, You got to play it by are there analytics. Are there analytics in football, Christian? Do, you th- yes, do they use analytics now? Yes. Big. They're uh, big in they're big in NFL because if last couple of times I watched uh Troy Aikman call a game, it's all he talks about now. Okay. They're huge. I was gonna say maybe huge. maybe you could use like the fact that they only play twenty games. If the best team in football only plays nineteen games in the season. So that's not really that large of a sample size. That's that's what I always say. But that's a large yeah, but that's a large season. sample size for them though. 
they're based you're just basing sample size off of what you play like 19 yeah. games in baseball is not a lot for, but right yeah for them is. it is that's true okay yeah so then my point would would still make sense then that once that postseason starts it's the postseason it's a whole new start so it's it's 28 potential games i just if you don't play understand why seven, everyone straight. wants to make numbers more difficult than they already are you know, like even in school, they're like two plus two is not four anymore. You have to take the two and split it down into two ones. Like, no, motherfucker, just keep it simple, man. The Yankees, it's been the Yankees versus analytics. That's what's been keeping them from winning a World Series. I know, really. I know. All right, last question here, and then we'll wrap up the show. Um, we're, I'm always saying to myself, I'd be lucky if we go an hour. What are we running? About 75 minutes now? Hour and a half. Wow. Wow. We give people what they want, though. We hope anyway. Uh, at bootleg1776. Very, very fun handle there. Very, yeah. Chris doesn't get it, but I get it. Uh, he goes, Trevor Bauer to the Yanks and DJ to the Mets. Predictions. Mm, I would probably flip the two of them. Yes. I no, I, I don't think Bauer's ending up on the, on mm. the Mets. I don't think Bauer's ending up on the Mets. I think that DJ LeMahieu, you know if if there was a bet in on uh, DraftKings or FanDuel right now of will DJ LeMahieu end up as a New York Yankee, I'd put the, I'd lay the bank on it. Uh, it's going to happen. Would I don't know where Bauer's going to end would you, up. Would you bet your wife and children that the Yankees are going to re-sign DJ LeMahieu? 100%. Ooh. With confidence. Wow. Well, you really, but you wanted to cut down the amount of guests you were going to have for Thanksgiving anyway. So, is it all Man. three kids or just one or two? You get to pick your favorite one and not put them in the bet. Do they still go by her on weekends? Every other weekend? Sure, if that's what you want. Then I'm in. That's how you want it. If you want a free, I just want a free every other weekend. They they can they can go live with Uncle Ryan on the weekend. Okay, yeah, sure. Deal. No thanks. <laughs> this whole this <laughs> this whole off season, I really think this whole off season comes down to one question, really, and it's what kind of owner is Steve Cohen going to be? I think that that is like a domino effect in so many different ways because if he's going to be the guy that you know spends 140 million on a painting and he's going to take that mindset into owning a baseball team in a sport that doesn't have a salary cap and the only penalty for giving these guys monster deals is a luxury tax, then this guy is going to go out there and he is going to build what a fan with 14.6 billion dollars would do and he's going to spend as much as it's going to take to put out the product that he wants because he spends recklessly look at that i keep bringing up the painting guys he spent 140 what is million this painting dollars of no, not nothing worth 140 million woman? dollars whatever it is is it a nude life better be something good like a nude model painting but i'm saying with him and his spending what how yeah, he Pornhub's spends free, is he, so why would you pay 14 million dollars on right on painted titties yeah and why would you or is it yeah, like one of those paintings where like someone throws a source. someone throws a fucking bucket of paint on it and he's like yeah, this is 14 million yeah. you know is he oh you remember, remember the episode of uh of parks and rec where tom has to go and get the art for the, the thing that they were doing and he's like it, make art oh yeah 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 <laughs> But like, is he going to? Because there's there's no salary cap. I I feel like we all kind of forget that in a lot of ways that this sport does not, compared to other major sports, does not have a salary cap. So okay. what is Steve Cohen going to do? Uh -huh. 
is he going to spend? Yeah, he's also, but to I think Christian made this point last week or the week before. He still has to be smart in a sense of you got to build. Though? But you, why? Why does beca- he have to be smart? Because you Tell have why. because it's it's been proven now, and the I can reference right back to the Yankees that you do need to build this team from within as well. So so right, but I'm saying if there's no penalty. F- for spending recklessly. Yeah, right no now. Penalty. Right now you're 100% right. Yeah. Why not? I mean, if why you not? had an endless supply of money the way that Steve Cohen has. He's the wealthiest owner in all. I don't know if it's all sports, but I know it's definitely baseball. Why wouldn't you, in a league without a cap, go out and spend just a disgusting amount of money? And so that's he, the question I, he, I need answered. I that's what I want to say. I think he probably yes. will. But yeah. again, I don't think it's we'll going to be that's on the DJ. Big question I don't think it'll me. be on DJ LeMayu. I I just don't think that'll happen. I think yeah. it. I think it also depends on. I think if there's it would a, be Bauer more so. If there's a clear outlook on if there'll be fans in the stadium next year, I. Th- but like you said, there's really money's just not an issue to this guy. Because think about it. You have to think about it like this, right? It's also a business. It's not just him. It's not just some guy right. like throwing money at people. Right, it's just fourteen point six billion dollars. But if you're going to keep and without this revenue coming in of fans being in the stadium, you're wrong on the number. You know, no, you're right. It's fourteen something. It's definitely in that range. But you know, money runs out, bro. People can piss away fourteen billion dollars, whether you think they can or not. So he's still going to have to be smart, a little reckless, but also smart. And it does. He doesn't seem like the guy type of guy that's just going to be like. I mean, you know, guys, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying throw <laughs> 400 million dollars, but I'm saying that extra that little bit of like Patrick Corbin getting from the Nationals, what's going to stop this guy from one-upping that offer? Look, I don't I know money doesn't run out for sure, but when when you're when it's only a handful of guys that you can even choose from that are worth giving that extra dollar to, then it really I, okay, I but don't is he going to go right four or five guys down the list in this one offseason, or is he going to go two? I don't think he has to though. But let's say two he, or three is two or three is more than any other team usually yeah, does. And if it's, they're going to really one, I understand that. And if they're going to hit their target needs and be smart about how they're going to build this team, DJ Lemayu doesn't come into play until you hit four. But or five what about that. what about Christian? What about his press conference? We talked about it. What did he say in that conference? He said he wants to win a ring in the next three to five years. So this is that window for him where he might spend yeah, recklessly. And then five years like, from now, he might say, yeah, you know what? I I this I forgot my money might run out if I don't spend it smart. I think now, right one, now he's a he's a kid in a toy in a candy store right now. I think you can say this about Steve Cohen. At least it seems as if he really has his finger on the pulse of mm-hmm. what it's gonna take to to really put this team over the top. And we're going to see if that's true or not. And I think if he under, if he under, you know, performs and doesn't get enough guys, you can say he doesn't. And I think if he spends like a maniac, you can also say he doesn't. But if he makes the right moves at any, at any cost, if he makes the right moves to fill the holes that this team needs filled, then you can say that he was n- not just all talk. He's I, a hole filler. He's a hole filler. 
It's fucking Steve Cohen. Can I Cohen. just say this with, with money running out and stuff? Like, for guys like that that are at that point of how much money he makes, money really doesn't run out. If anything, it just is going to keep growing and growing. Look at Jeff Bezos with Amazon. Look at how Bezos. much money yeah, he makes. Bezos, sorry. Sorry, Chris. You're the you're the grammar grammar king over there, dude. You know, you know, you know everything over there. Dude. It's rhetorical, what? dude. Jeff, I mean, you look at guys like that you, that are billionaires. You know what's they, worse than they one know, trigger? They Stacey? know money. They know money. Two triggered <laughs> Stacys. So, I mean, look, m- maybe money, m- my money will run out because I, you know, I don't have 14.6 billion, but guys like that, that know money that way, he's going to, his net worth next year isn't going to be 13.6 billion. It's going to be 30 billion. It'll be yeah, more owned, than 14.6. He, he yeah, but he owns the Mets, so you don't really know. Yeah, he, it might, could still, he might be filing for bankruptcy by the end of that. Just because they have a new owner doesn't mean that somebody still can't match this up here. And again, last thing I know is a nice one. Yeah, never fucking dragging this out, but it's not like you you acquire a team and then it's just like, okay, um, Mr. Cohen, please come this way. Take yes, take your briefcase with your fourteen point six billion, please, and uh, please deposit it into this bank where now it becomes the team's money. I mean, no, I I know that, but I'm but just, he's the owner of yes. it, and he has the right to do what he yeah, wants. I to. understand. If you own a I'm, phone, you can. You I'm just saying it's still a phone. business, and they're still putting aside winning and players. There's still business moves that players. need to. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, there's definitely, but it's still a Mets fan that owns the team. Like, think about it. Think yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, no, you're 100 billion dollars, right. and you own the Yankees right now. I would literally pick a random Twitter. <laughs> fucking follower and be like who do you want me to get like so that, that's why that, that's i'm not saying that's going to happen but i think that this offseason and maybe the next decade of major league baseball is going to come down to what kind of spender is steve cohen the owner of the mets going to be i that's, i can't it. disagree with you right now all right so we'll close the show out by saying that it's uh, adam adavino's birthday so well, happy <laughs> happy birthday adam, no. chris chris play the drop Happy birthday, Adam, but get the fuck out. No, it's only Thank happy you. birthday. Uh, it, it would only be a happy birthday oh, if he was good last year. <laughs> yeah. That's why we played the drop. Get the fuck out. Please. All right, so that'll wrap up episode 203. Uh, thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Follow us individually at stack guy rye underscore nyyst at chris jr underscore nyyst at christian underscore nyyst uh subscribe to the show on youtube and itunes please leave us a five-star rating and review or anywhere else you get your podcasts Uh uh please have a you know if you're listening to us in the united states please have a very happy thanksgiving but also please be smart about it uh chris is gonna have 90 people at his house hell yeah he thinks this is all made up by MSM. No, I don't. <laughs> no. I definitely don't. I just think it's fucking out of control a little. How yeah, uh, it, it, how controlled we are we are being. We're mm-hmm. being controlled. Okay. okay. Right. Let's right. let's not go down this rabbit hole because I'll all I'll right. I'll take it pretty far. Four. But please, okay. uh, we <laughs> definitely want everybody to have a great. <laughs> definitely want everybody to have a great thanksgiving but you know yeah. just be smart about it just don't uh-huh. cough in your grandmother's fucking mouth and you right. should be good yeah just don't do s- stuff like that like d- just don't do that uh-huh. 
Governor mm-hmm. Cuomo and you know because most of our, I'm assuming most of our listeners are in New York and New Jersey. Just know that Cuomo and Murphy are watching. They're watching you. You can if you want to interlude out with the uh, with the police song. I'll be watching <laughs> you. You can do that. <laughs> That'll be good for the Christmas season. They see you when you're sleeping. <laughs> yes. It's not about Santa anymore. It's about fucking. It's about the governor. Oh, and we'll we'll close the show with this: is that in case you were wondering if Santa can come visit this year, uh, Chris's favorite person in the world, Doctor Gofouch. Doctor uh, Gofouch yourself. <laughs> he said that Santa can't get COVID. So there you go. Oh, I told oh. my kids he could. <laughs> so, so well, don't be. Can we get it? So can don't we get be his upset. Antibodies to get the vaccine going. There's so don't be what? upset if there's no if there's no gifts under the tree. Ryan, was that you that said he had Santa bodies? No, no, I didn't, but I wish I did. Somebody said that. I saw Santa, it somewhere. Santa body. Santa body. No, it wasn't me. All right. Thank you for listening to episode 203. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Stat guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.